0: i need to make sure that you can mm-hmm. not see that one. Oh yeah yeah okay. there we go the appropriate oh
1: mental health matters that's a good one
0: yeah i mean and then i also have one that says you can't buy love but you can rescue it, I love it.
1: oh i have a nice. lot of different things nice. <coughs> well said okay <laughs> all right ready and it's you <laughs> i know it was doing that. My- <laughs>
2: Hello, welcome to the PVCC Student Lens Podcast. I'm Esperanza. I'm Noelle. And I'm Victory. And today we are talking about occupations. So we're talking about jobs, maybe potential careers, stuff like that. Um, so I want to start off just by going in the line like we usually do in our introduction. So I currently work, or should
0: Yeah, well, no, we can do yeah. that first. We can do that first. Okay.
2: I was going to say, because I currently work at Madison School District as a Mac Adventure Club leader. Um, so it's basically like an after-school program, and I just monitor kids.
1: And right now, I'm currently employed as a manicurist, which I have been employed as a manicurist for 30 years, and I'm actually self-employed. Um, I run my own business, and I do that one day a week because I'm also a full-time student for the past three years. So that's what I do.
0: And I am a field manager for Grassroots Voter Outreach. Um, I do a lot of canvassing. Currently, we are doing fundraising for the Human Rights Campaign. Um, and I am also, like the rest of us, we're all full-time students. Mm-hmm. So that's like an additional job that we have to pay to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's I'll also an it additional like
2: time. Okay, so let's, let's get into past jobs. Okay, so I'm gonna start first. Um, so past jobs, I, my first ever job was for Starbucks, um, as a first job, sure, it's, (laughs) it's a good entry level job if you're just starting off, but you want to have a good environment, especially if you're queer, it's probably just a better environment for a job because, you know, it's more open and stuff like that, um. I would say, though, if you're going in and you're like, I've had a couple jobs, I want to try Starbucks, I wouldn't recommend (laughs) it as, like, maybe, like, your third or fourth job, just because it was an environment that didn't work for me, personally, Um, just because there was a lot going on, I had customers yelling, screaming in my face before, um... I've found customer
1: service is hard.
2: Yeah, it yeah. it is very hard. And if you're a naturally good people person, drive through is the thing for you. Because <laughs> right they always put me on drive through. I they never put me on drinks. They're like, oh, I don't think we need to put Esperanza <laughs> on drinks <laughs> She does better when she's in drive through. Um, but what I did learn from working at Starbucks is that I do have good people skills. I learned that. And then I also learned um, that my addiction of coffee will never go away. Um, <laughs> and then my other, my second job before my job that I currently have is I worked at Kohl's, which honestly was a very good of uh, level entry job as well i would highly recommend that especially if you're just starting up you're not really sure what to do just because there's not that many customers or like if there is the demographic is typically like an older generation and they're not as like, yeah not polite. polite very polite <laughs> they're not as feisty as you if i'm working at a target it's like you're about to fist fight <laughs> or even like walmart like i yeah, but in clothes it's like super chill, and it. I liked working there. I worked in the Amazon counter, and unfortunately, I got a lot of paper and cardboard cuts, but it was really one of my favorite jobs. I was literally being paid to Tetris things into boxes for all day, so okay. loved it. And mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, let's go on to
1: normal. So I have had many more jobs than that, since I'm in the mid-century plus mark of my <laughs> mid-century life.
0: Mid-century plus. <laughs> and so I started,
1: though, when I was 16 as a telemarketer. Back then, we used to call people to sell them stuff as they do now now they have warnings on the phone so we actually were able to get through to everybody all the time because they had dial phones and couldn't see we were calling and actually I sold magazines it was really easy people loved it and they already had them and it was a great job for learning sales and we worked on teams and I made a ton of money at 16 because we got bonus so I was able to buy a car so I would just say whatever age whether you're younger 18 or in writing college just find something that is not a grind you know, it, I'm not saying it wasn't easy. Sales is not easy, but it was a fun environment. We had bells when you did good, and it was like a little nice, fun atmosphere. So just find something you like, and you know, and do that if possible. Versus taking something that you don't appreciate or it's not fun. You gotta like the job. And then I've been a restaurant server. I've, everybody knows how that is. It's good. It's bad. It's customer service. Yeah. Just like Esperanza said, same deal. just serving food versus serving a shirt on a hanger. <laughs> Um, outside sales. I moved into that, uh, homewares. I sold furniture and pictures and everything you have in your house except appliances and flooring. And that was fun because everybody was just shopping and I sold to the stores, not customers. I sold actually to the stores who sold to the customers. So I was the middleman and they needed the product. It was, it was pretty easy. It was fun. People are so nice and that was a great job. And as a salon owner, I've done that 30 years. I've, I've owned two salons and now I just rent a station because I just work one day a week. But I love my job 30 years later. I have my clients who are just the best clients ever and they've grown up with me. I mean, some I've had here in Arizona for over 15 years. I've lived here 22. And so, um, yeah, I've had some really, really good past jobs. Uh,
0: so my first job was in Clips as a receptionist. If you aren't familiar, Clips is a hair salon. I worked out in Cave Creek and Carefree Highway, and so... Um,
1: that was our, that's our Great Clips. Yeah, yeah. That's where my kids go. That's yeah. where my parents go. Yes,
0: yes. Oh my, my mother gosh. owns that Great... Like, is the uh, manager of that Great Clips.
1: Oh, they for sure know each other.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I, that was, like, my small first
1: world. job. <laughs> yeah, small world, for sure. Small world,
0: yes. And it was actually my first introduction to, like, having to, like, be forced to talk to people for a living, which was surprising at first, because I am I used to be very introverted, And so I realized that I'm not actually introverted, introverted, I just didn't like the people i was talking to <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> okay. so i'm much more extroverted than i thought
0: <laughs> but um so that was my first job and it was a lot of fun because i got right. to meet a lot of cool people because people don't realize this but when you're in any sort of salon environment everyone wants to talk about things that they won't tell their even significant other
1: oh, yeah, it's, a, it's about. a
2: full-on therapy session so you guys on. go yeah. there
1: you work there i am the manicurist who they yes. tell everything to you so we all have a different perspective of the yes. same thing. Yeah, well, and I got mind. to
0: witness it from, like, the sidelines, too, and I'm like, Hearing this them. is so interesting. Oh, yeah, they
1: tell you everything. It's, oh, my it's God. Crazy it's, it well, you're just holding somebody's hand or touching their head for an hour, you know? It's very... Personal, it invokes yeah. the f- familiarity, you yeah. know.
0: And I don't know about you, but you really should not piss off the person doing your hair because they have very sharp objects really close <laughs> to your. Neck. Same thing
2: with the people making your food. Do not piss them <laughs> off. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard that before. Yes. If, they're, if they're touching something that goes in or on your body, do not piss them off. <laughs> That's
1: probably a good rule of uh,
0: And my second job was Joanne's. I was an overnight uh, freight supervisor. I started off as a freight stalker, and then I turned into their supervisor. Um, and my biggest thing with that is don't go into any sort of corp- like really big corporate thing unless you are familiar with how corporate systems are and the lack of humanness that they seem to show towards a lot of the lower-level employees. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not treat us very fairly. And recently, they have specifically the one that I used to work at, has lost a lot of employees due to the fact that they didn't treat them right
1: oh that's too bad
0: and yeah uh i'm happy that they were able to get out of the situation yeah but um Hmm. biggest thing try to avoid like any sort of like really big corporate job unless you are willing and you know what you're getting into because if you aren't and you don't know what you're getting into especially as like a second job or even a first job That can be terrifying yeah a lot of sacrifices to make yeah yeah all right
2: so we're gonna go move into current employment so we're gonna start with me again um so like i said earlier in the beginning of the episode i'm a mac club leader at madison uh school district um it's kind of more of a like a central downtown phoenix uh school area um i personally would highly recommend working there please work with me because (laughs) we're we're understaffed all the time (laughs) everyone's understaffed do they pay good um, for f- for a job enough? where you only work four hours a day, yeah. Oh, um, they pay thirteen dollars an hour. You get a five hundred dollars sign up stipend. Um, stipend. I don't know. Stipend. But yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so you get two hundred and fifty dollars within your first three months of working there, and then the other two hundred and fifty dollars after one year of working there. So even if you're kind of just like testing it out, you're like, oh, this is kind of for me. It's kind of not for me. Hey, get the two hundred and fifty dollars
1: bonus. At please. least you can try it out and find out.
2: Yeah, exactly. And um. So when you start there, at least when I started, um, you aren't assigned a grade or a campus, so you're kind of just like jumping in, and even I was kind of nervous because I'm like, I don't really know if I like kids, I don't know how to work with kids, I don't have younger siblings, I'm not really sure how to interact with them, and it is now my favorite Thing to it do, is, right? It is. I literally don't ever stop talking about it. I true. love yeah, it's my true. job. <laughs> she talks so about it all much. the time. <laughs> In, class. In fact, yeah.
1: everything comes around to the kids because. It does. <laughs> but it's because you've learned now to have an unruly really bunch of kids, yeah. and you are using that with other unruly bunches of kids being a victory. I she has she's our moderator, I am. and she's moderating kids all day, so it's actually been a great job for you. Yeah, and
2: a great leadership role, um, yeah. but I work with kinder kids, and I absolutely love my job, and it is the first job <laughs> I, I ever had that I actually felt like I belong somewhere, and I felt needed and recognized. And I feel like recognition is something really important to me, especially in a job. So when I when you get something like that in a job, even if it you're only working 4 hours a day and you get weekends off and holidays and a two hundred and two hundred fifty and 250 <laughs> for
0: three months, you really which like is holidays.
2: why you should work for me. Uh, which is why you should work with me. Um yeah, it's a it really is one of the best jobs and That's I great. I honestly don't plan on leaving. I I love that job. I love working
1: there. Well, That's good It's important to love your job like yeah. I said and my current employment, like I mentioned, still a manicurist 30 plus years later, one day a week. Not sure how I'll ever give it up, tell you the truth, even though I am moving into different things in my, in my life with work, I'm in criminal justice studies, something else I've always been passionate about, really also since I was like 18. But the salon is a really happy place. I mean, Victory working there with her moms, I mean, she knows when people come in, they're in, usually, usually they're in a good mood, not always. <laughs> Um, there's always the person, but, but typically it's a happy place to work, you know, for me, for them. And you, you have good friends cause you see them every three weeks for years and years, probably more than sometimes your other friends. So it's not that lucrative. You definitely have to decide if you're not trying to get rich, it's a great job, but to get rich at the, you can get rich at the job too. Don't get me wrong, especially on the hairstyle side, which I only do nails, But you have to put in the hours. It doesn't happen overnight. You've got to get trained. You've got to do your time. And yeah, you can make a lot of money. But not quick because you're building your clientele and you need to stay stationary and stick with it and not move around a lot. So those are kind of key things in the industry that kind of work against you if you do. But it is a great job overall and I love it every day. And every time I go, I still I think, oh my God, I have these people today. This is going to be an awesome day. I thought it the other day. I'll thank <laughs> yeah. it next week. I have great clients coming in. So anyway, still doing that. Probably always will. And then I also full-time student, like we said, but I also just started in a media role as a pseudo news personality. My business card says political busybody, courtesy of my boyfriend, He you thought of that. And um, I'm just talking to people around our state. I've talked to some candidates and now I'm talking to small business owners because I own a small business and I want to promote local small businesses after covid the people who stayed open who are still struggling to get business back who need to know i want people to know that they're open so a lot of what i'm doing is events around town fun events concert events um just to so people can see hey we're open for business in arizona it's great place there's lots of fun things lots of things for family for definitely for everything i go to is really family events and um also promote you know, what's happening in the world with candidates here, candidates in other states, so people know what's going on in those states too, but to kind of get all sides of it, if possible, who will talk to me, it's all dependent upon that, uh, it's Patriot Mom. I'm plugging it. Patriot Mom 007 on YouTube, Instagram, and all the other channels. I know they're gonna kill me. but you, Victory. is gonna have my head after we're done. I no guarantee it.
0: Plugging yourself. If I come back no. in, if we come back
1: in and I'm not in this chair, call 911. Call 911, and then immediately go ahead and check where Victory is. Alibis. You can't be her alibi. So All right. Okay, so right. No, I'm not even
2: there. I'm sitting in my car eating my lunch or something. I'm not involved in this situation.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying get involved, involved. Get involved somehow. Get involved at work. Find a great place to work. Get involved online. Get involved in somewhere that you're trying to make a difference for yourself or your family around you or your community. Yep. And uh, that's really the takeaway, I think, for a job is do something yeah. that you're passionate about.
2: Okay. Speaking of passion, victory. Yes. 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 So my current employment
0: is I am a field manager for grassroots water outreach. So pretty much uh, GVO is a nonprofit that gets commissioned by other nonprofits to do fundraising and or like petition work. Because in like Arizona specifically, I know as much as like other states, you have to have certain licenses, like your company has to have certain licenses to do this kind of canvassing. And grassroots does have that so that we are able to do this. There's other small, um, small, Uh, non-profits that do it as well we usually end up getting to know a lot of the other groups as well, it's really cool Um, it's a really good job if you want to get involved in the political scheme of things especially um, if you are happy being outside and talking to people non-stop every day Uh, but like it's really fun for me, I get to meet a lot of really cool people um, and we are also hiring but like no work for me instead we get paid more and we get Commission, so I think group, do? we oh. get paid But changing
2: a child's out. life is something oh. irreplaceable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, this it's is weird. where we're talking about two to- totally separate uh, things and we cannot put the two together and I'm compare kidding, them. I'm just kidding, no, <laughs> i no, no, we're Sorry, good. sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> see how that works? So,
0: yeah, but um, we're going to go over to advice now, starting with Esperanza. Okay. But so. you would you
1: would recommend that job. Oh, like, that's most a cool definitely. job to get out there, break out in It's a lot of
0: fun, and you get to meet a lot of cool people. I love all of my coworkers. Let's just plug
1: it. How did they find it? Uh, Oh, no, that's a part at the end. Part at the end. Oh, we're doing that at the end. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, (laughs) Okay, thank you, moderator. (laughs) Thank you, moderator.
0: Okay,
2: Okay, so now on to our advice portion. Uh, We're just going to run through this part just real quick. Um, So any advice for people thinking about applying to these kinds of jobs or just starting a new job in general or thinking about switching career paths, do not be afraid to ask questions. It's one of the most important things. Request more training if you feel that you really need it or you need help and you're not sure. Um, If you need a mental health day, take it take that mental health day um and then in case you're like well I don't know if I want to take a mental health day if that's going to mess up my hours or something like that if you find your job more important or you're thinking about it more than you're thinking about yourself your friends and Mm families please remember that jobs are replaceable but friends and family are not
1: very true and very good you're Asperanza, <laughs> I always tell Asperons that she's so mature for her age, it makes my heart happy to see everybody turning out like such great adults, it really does, as the old person Well, when they're room. under my
2: care, who knows
1: <laughs> I know, no, I think you're all good little adults you're making good little humans in your camp, um, so I'm going to say also, um never be afraid to take a chance on a new job or a career. If it's something you feel passionate about, you probably won't be disappointed. You might be disappointed by people you work with. That's a thing no matter where you work, unless you are the owner and don't have to deal with any of the other stuff and you isolate yourself. Otherwise, you're going to have to deal with people you don't like throughout life, no matter what you choose to do in your career or anything else. Um, So go for it. I would say go for it. Don't wait till you're older and it's harder just go for it when you want to Um, always remember I would say that the work that you put in is the reward that you're gonna get back so as I tell my boys you want to work as hard as you can because you're gonna get way more back than just kind of going through the motions you know I heard one time somebody told me C's like the letter C C's get degrees in college somebody told me that before I came to college and I was like what does that mean and they're like, you know, like if you get Cs, it's good enough. You're still getting your degree. And I'm like, what? Where did you hear that? He was a doctor. He was a doctor. Where did you hear that? And why would anybody go around college saying that? That I is mean, okay, a horrible but mantra. No, fair.
0: I. And it's don't, true. It's true. A and B. It also makes it so that a lot of people, like who came from like, I like when I was in high school, I ended up like getting myself really injured because I was too focused on school that I gave myself a uh, stomach ulcer. Because I was so stressed.
1: There's that, too. Okay, there's yeah, that, too. Yeah, so it, right. it
0: puts that... It, like, lessens the stress a lot of kids will, like, have on themselves going in.
1: Oh, okay, okay, to so make, make it like less, like, so hyper-grade-wise. Uh, yeah. And then, okay. Not
2: only that, but I'm a mathematics major, and I'm currently struggling in my only math class. So, okay. yeah, sometimes these do good degrees, and sometimes... Okay, there It not may care. not be... It may not... Well, because I, I'm more looking forward to teaching. I'm not really... I, I mean, I care about math, obviously, but... I would rather teach it, that's my main thing. So if you're doing something that like kind of relates to your career, but you kind of have a different way of approaching your degree or something like that, C's getting degrees could be really beneficial for you. All right, so, so I changed right my, now. I admit I
1: changed my <laughs> position. So C, I've always thought how important it was, but you just explained to me, I've never really thought of it like that. I too get super stressed about my grades. But I never thought of it in the fact that it was not good for me to do that, and it it's probably not, no. actually stress is very bad for your body. And your grades I learned that not, in FON 241, yes. that's the class you can take.
2: And your grades do not define you as a person or how, or your ability to uh, absorb that's true. knowledge. So that's true
1: too. So I grew up in a household where you had to get A's or you got in big trouble and back then it was a spanking. So I grew up where you had to get A's and B's, it wasn't really optional. Or you knew it was going to happen so my mindset is still that way Mm -hmm. but i appreciate that the other way because that really does allow you to kind of relax and just not be super stressed about it yeah um also i would say to Esperanza's first point uh asking questions um if a challenge ever does come up for you at your job whatever you're doing don't hesitate to ask either maybe just your co-worker first if you're not comfortable to ask your boss but then ask your boss if you need to or the supervisor because if you don't, you run the risk of not doing what you're supposed to or what they need, what the expectations are. And if you like your job, you want to keep it. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Um, I, I do it all the time because I'd rather figure it out sooner than trying to figure it out later on my own. It just doesn't make sense to me time-wise to struggle through it if I could just ask somebody working with me. So I would just say, don't ever hesitate. It shows initiative, um, honesty, and a willingness to work with others.
0: Alright, and as for my advice, my first thing is to speak up if you are uncomfortable in a situation, in addition to also making boundaries for yourself and your coworkers. Um, so like, if you have someone that you are are like, I need to ask this question, and but they're really aggressive about it, if you're uncomfortable, tell your boss. Telling right. either your boss or another coworker can make the situation a lot better for you in the long run. Don't put yourself in a situation that you are uncomfortable in and continue staying in that situation do not do that it's not worth it and Mm -hmm. i also my biggest advice though is your mental health and your physical health is so much more important than any job or any work that you are doing especially if you're working in jobs such as like retail or like any sort of customer service your health and your safety is so much more important so those are always so like that's the biggest thing if you can take away anything just your your own health and mental health is like how important compared to
1: your job? Right. You can't. Yeah, it's hard to get that back when it goes too far. So yeah. it's better you only to catch have, it you for, have you at only first. Have-
2: Yeah, you only have one life, and if you're living it, worrying and stressing about work or school, then you're not really living living. your best life. Yeah.
1: You're not living. And actually, I just want to shout out because um, Honors 201 is a class we are doing our podcast for, PVCC Student Lens Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Instagram. And what we just talked about in occupations, we've actually been talking about in the Honors 201, our leadership class. Leadership management is what it is. And even to Victory's point about speaking up if you're uncomfortable with the situation, that could be a sexual situation or just a workplace situation maybe you're not being treated equally in the workplace just as a worker Um, so we talk about management styles in our honors 201 class and different managers are going to do it differently so you just have to know that you need to speak up regardless of a management style that we find can be really overbearing right Mm -hmm. we've learned about or really passive but you have to be assertive and um, just you know and speak if, up for yourself. And like if you, you
2: or someone else you know is struggling with sexual harassment, please call the Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656-4673. Right. And then just to wrap up, just real quick, um, in case you want to talk to us, contact us, find out more information on these jobs or the podcast overall, um, you can always find us at Student Lens Podcast on Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, my email is... Um, Uh, we'll put it in the
1: description box yeah they're a a little long
2: (laughs) but on instagram my username is ihop like the restaurant wine like the drink and aunt's like your mother's sister um
1: and on instagram and on Instagram, you can find me at, oh, Victory's going to love this, oh, Patriot underscore good. mom I 007. Give she gives me just crap all the time. I do. She secretly loves me. was going to be revealed in the final episode, I am you. I don't know about that. That's <laughs> why you guys want to watch all along. Oh, that's I don't know. That's where we, we all hug so each other. That's right. That's right. We all hug each other. Uh, Patriot mom underscore or Patriot underscore mom 007. Find me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and on YouTube for our Student Lens podcast.
0: And then my uh, personal Instagram is um, at victory.ginger. And if you DM me through there, I can definitely answer any questions you might have about the job as well.
2: And then that is today's episode okay. on occupations.
1: And do you say bye? Oh,
0: yeah. So this is Victory.
1: This is Noelle. And this is Esperanza. This is the PVCC Student Lens Podcast.
0: All right, All right bye. bye. I got to ask do so you just have it like,